have a friend with us for our podcast today and her name is Michaela Jones and Michaela is famous to us um, because she is the first ever in the history of Refuge Retreat, the first ever intern, summer intern. She lived at our house. It was so much fun. Yeah, that's right. Michaela was the first one to stay here for a couple months over the summer and we just had so much fun getting to know her on a deeper level and honestly just kind of this learning process with us that she was really gracious towards us of just figuring out what it would look like to be a refuge intern over the summer. And because we had no idea what it looked like. Exactly. So, so welcome, Michaela. We're so glad you're here. Um, we do want, you know, this podcast world to hear a little bit about who you are, where you go to school, what you're doing, maybe what you're doing this summer. Um, so I know some people listening to this know who you are, but let everybody else in, in on Michaela Jones. Yeah, well, like y'all said, my name is Michaela Jones, or as Adam says it, Jones. Jones. Um, either <laughs> way, it works. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am a senior at James Madison University in Virginia, for all you North Carolina people over mm. there. I'm graduating in May, getting married in July. Um, actually to Lars Tellefsen, who was on the podcast a little bit ago. That's true. So we'll be, we'll be married in July and then moving to Raleigh, North Carolina after that. So, Michaela, we know that just from getting to know you and the conversations we've had and the way that you've helped us with, re- with retreat stuff and just in reaching college students in general, um, I think we could all agree and listeners will agree that and even Kathy Tellison, who was on not too long ago, who's a biblical counselor, would agree that anxiety is probably the number one thing that college student age people are dealing with. Um, and so we've had conversations with you about it, and I know you and Caitlin have talked about it too, but um, we wanted to hear from you your your deep insight and knowledge uh, and wisdom about um, just how you have dealt with it. So just kind of fill us in, but um, how has anxiety affected you during, uh, during college? Well, I think fear and anxiety, at least for me, a lot of times go hand in hand and it's a little bit different than just a fear of spiders. But um, I think the way that anxiety has affected me has been a lot through fear. Mm -hmm. Um, But also just that, just putting that out there first. Um, I have never experienced anxiety, depression, any of those things until I got to college. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I realized that um, it is such a devastating concern within so many college students that I know. Um, and yeah, I don't think we have the answer yet to really know why that's the case. Um, but for me personally, I struggled a lot with depression, um, more towards sophomore and junior year. Um, and it took me a long time to label that as depression because, uh, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why, but shame was involved. And also just like, I was never diagnosed, I will say this too, I was never diagnosed with a 
chemical imbalance in my brain where a doctor said you have depression or you have anxiety. Um, But how I describe these in my life is that what I call depression was more so of a season where I guess it's been more than just a small season, but a time where I recognized that my sad thoughts weren't just like my normal everyday sad thoughts, but they were heavier and more frequent. And that's been the same uh, thing recently where I have experienced more anxiety, meaning I have had way more anxious thoughts than I've ever had in my life. Um, And they're just heavier and harder to process um, and to understand. And so that's a little bit about how anxiety has has affected me since college. Um, But I think another thing that when I sat down to prepare a little bit for this, um, I think I also was reflecting on the whole idea of the college experience and how everyone says like college is the best four years of your life. And they say that before you get here and they continue to say it while you're here. And I think after realizing like, wow, a lot of my college experience has been dealing with these really heavy things of like depression and anxiety. And I was almost like, dang, like, have I wasted the best four years of my life experiencing Mm -hmm. these things? Um, But also with preparing for this, I have seen all of the ways that the Lord's been faithful through both of these journeys um, and the ways that he's revealed himself to me even more so since college through these Mm -hmm. things than he ever has. Um, And this has just given me an opportunity to learn about him more and really to be thankful for the people I have in my life who've helped me through these journeys. So, Oh, I love that. That's really beautiful. And, and I think you're right. And like we've mentioned so many that are your age are walking through this and have been walking through this. Um, and we want to like talk practically too about like, we don't want to just avoid this altogether, but how can we really battle it? And what are some like practical things we can do as we're walking through it? Um, so We'd be, we're curious to know what is just some advice you have for those that are struggling with anxiety in college right now, maybe some of those things you've done, but what would you say to those um, that are maybe walking through this, they haven't even identified it yet, or um, maybe they've identified it, but they feel stuck. How would you um, lead them? I'll start out by saying I'm still learning these things. And like I said, I'm I'm walking through a pretty heavy season of anxiety right now. Um, as this semester has been really challenging. So we're all still learning, I guess. Um, But I think one piece of advice I have is um, that you should never feel shameful. Like I mentioned before, that was the hardest part in the start of um, my season of depression because I felt very alone because my thoughts were making me feel very alone. But also I felt even more alone because I didn't want to share with anyone what I was going through. So there was months where I, like literally no one knew. Um, Lars honestly might have been the only one to know for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And that was just really lonely because the shame was just like overwhelming because I felt like I wasn't a true follower of Christ. I wasn't good enough. And I like all these things were just feeding that shame. Um, But I want to note that you are never any less of a child of God or a follower of Christ. um, Just because you are overwhelmed with anxiety or depression or just anxious thoughts or sad thoughts, um, however you want to say it. But 
yeah, I would say that's my first piece of advice that was really hard for me to accept. Mm -hmm. And then second, um, to know God and to study scripture Mm -hmm. and you know God by studying scripture. Um, and that was really hard because sometimes the last thing I wanted to do in on really hard days was to sit down and open my Bible. Um, I either couldn't get my mind to calm down enough to focus on what I wanted to read and what I needed to read. And it just was really challenging. But I would say that now looking back, like I have been able to grow and to know more about God through studying scripture, which has ultimately helped me replace my fears with scripture, replace my anxious thoughts, my sad thoughts, all with scripture. And to know that that's truly the only thing and the the truest thing that can combat our anxiety. And then the third piece of advice I'd have is to talk to those around you. Mm -hmm. Um, I have learned just how important it is to seek godly counsel. And I will get more into that later, I'm sure. But um, yeah, I just think that seeking those around you is really important. And sometimes, especially when you're struggling with these things, it's like one of the hardest things to do is to initially initially just be the one to reach out and be like, hey, I'm struggling. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing to do, but has been the most fruitful thing for me. Yeah. What do you think is the difficulty in sharing that? Like, is it is it the shame part? Like, is it because you feel ashamed or is it because you feel like no one's going to understand? Um, I feel like I was talking to someone about it too. They were saying, they feel like it's just a hot topic. So it's like if I say that I have anxiety or that I'm dealing with something or, I mean, maybe laying in bed at night and feel like an elephant sitting on your chest, you know, and but you don't want to say anything because, oh, everybody's got it. Uh, well, I mean, what would you say to that? Like what were some of the challenges of like talking about it? Yeah, I mean, I would say all of the above to those things. Um, I think they all play a role. And yeah, shame was the initial thing. Um, and then I think like struggling with my identity through that season was also hard. When I finally got to the point where I could identify it and put a name to it, I was fearful that that would become my identity. Like I am like anxiety or Mm -hmm. I am depression and just like constantly dwell on the fact that like that is something that I was struggling with and that eventually becoming my identity. Right. And I think with that, I was also afraid to label it as anything because of the comparison of like the hot topic. Like I might've had a friend who also said that she was dealing with anxiety, but my anxiety looked very different than hers. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, maybe it's not anxiety. And so then I would just continue to put it on the back burner. Like, Oh, it's not a problem because like, you know, she has anxiety. I don't have anxiety or she has depression. I don't have depression. Um, And really just not knowing how to talk about it because even though it is the hot topic, it's still really hard to talk about when it's something that you really are struggling with. Yeah. And I'll say like from a guy's perspective, I think because it was, I mean, when when we first moved out here, there was a lot of unknowns and we were kind of, you know, not freaking out because we were, we felt like we were walking by faith, doing what God was calling us to do. But there were still a lot of like, oh no, where are we going to live in the next six months kind of questions, you know, small, small things. and. So I think for the first time in my life, I was experiencing like some, some serious anxiety just in my own, you know, in my own heart about it. And from a guy's perspective, you feel weak talking about it, especially to other, like I remember coming to Caitlin and I was like, I think I've got 
you know, it's kind of like you know, getting your first pimple or something. You're like, I think I, I think I got a pimple, but it was like I think I have anxiety. Uh, so just talking about, it, I think from a from a man's point of view is, you know, the more you bottle it up, you're just feeding the monster. You know that it is, and so talking about it for sure is um, is the thing that you need to do. Um, we'll finish up on this question, but I'd love for you to offer any practical um, tips or pointers, tips and pointers how to handle your anxiety from Michaela. James, uh, but some practical um, steps or things that you've done on, on ways that you've combated the anxiety in your life. I think with this and with what you just said, I'll be vulnerable for a second. Um, I have never experienced an anxiety attack until the last probably six months, and I've had several within the last six months. And I think that was kind of the moment for me where I was like, okay, this is real. Like, this is something that is attacking me so much that like what I know about God and the peace that God can give me is like not good enough for me. So there's a problem there. And and it's not that it's necessarily not good enough for me, but like I, when, when it gets to the point where the peace of God is not sustaining me and I got to the point where I was so anxious that it was attacking me all over I was like, wow, like this is something that like I need to be seeking the Lord in even more now. And Mm -hmm. I think made me realize that I hadn't been seeking the Lord. And there was a lot of things that led up to, I think, kind of like realizations like, okay, this is a problem. I can't keep putting on the back burner. Like my nails have been falling off, which actually started uh, over the summer when (laughs) I I was living with you guys. And there was a lot of questions about why my nails might be falling off and I don't think we still have the answer but I've been to several doctors at this point and they're literally like there's no answers here other than like this might be anxiety related and so it's things like that where like this is attacking my body like to the point where like it's clear that this is something that needs to be addressed and I think that seeking the Lord is the biggest thing you can do to combat your anxiety but I know that that can be really hard um and so, like I said earlier, I'm still learning and I'm still learning how to be successful in this. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I will say I did go to counseling um, my sophomore year and just wasn't the best experience. I I would advise counseling for some people, um, but I would also say go with your hands open and just if it's not your thing, then it doesn't have to be your thing. But I'll get back to the counseling part. Um, And I think the second thing I have learned has helped me combat my anxiety is using the people that God has put in my life. And I think God has specifically put people in my life to help me through these specific journeys I've been going through. Um, One of those people being Miss Kathy, who was on the podcast. Um, That's why I'm coming back to the counseling thing, because she is a biblical counselor. And though my counselor here at school wasn't the best experience. Miss Kathy was practically my counselor. Um, she's my too. And oh, she, <laughs> yes, yeah, she's the best. And she helped me through so much. Um, and just taught me a lot. And I think what helped me so much was just her wisdom, um, yeah. and her knowledge of who God is. 
Um, and then also within the same family, Evie, uh, which is Miss Kathy's daughter and Lars's sister, she has helped me a lot even more recently. I have been doing a study with her by She Reads Truth called mm-hmm. Do Not Fear nice. and has been just perfect for exactly what um, I've been going through right now. And it's just kind of cool the way that the Lord has orchestrated all of those things. Um, I just happened to be living with Miss Kathy and their family over the summer when I was really struggling. And so she was there with me every day. So just trust that the Lord is going to put people in your life um, that are going to pour into you and provide wisdom for you. And also, Caitlin, when I was living with you guys, just like having someone to talk to and like it doesn't even have to be someone who's experienced what you're talking about. Um, Because I think that the Lord gives us the ability to understand and to show empathy and to still love people when we don't necessarily know exactly what they're going through. So Mm -hmm. I encourage someone to either be that person for someone else or just trust in your friends who may not experience be experiencing what you are, um, but just trusting that they know how to listen and love you. But I think another thing that has been important, obviously, is scripture and um, just continuing to seek new ways to learn scripture. And like I said, the Do Not Fear um, study was amazing and was a great way for me to actually like find scripture um, that has really encouraged me. Also, just knowing yourself and knowing your mind and what thoughts cause you to spiral more than others um, and preparing. Like sometimes I know, oh, there's a day next week that I know like I might be feeling a little bit more anxious than others. So like I need to prepare through like prayer and just preparing for that day. Sometimes that day I just write something on my hand to encourage me or whatever it may be. The thoughts, like our anxious thoughts and our fearful thoughts often start with what if. And we never like finish those thoughts. And we're like, what if this? And so I encourage you to say, well, what if, insert a fear or anxious thought or sad thought, really, then insert, I will feel sad, I will be hurt, I will whatever. And then after that, say, but Mm -hmm. with a promise of God. So, but God will strengthen me, but God will be with me or, but God can be trusted, Mm. whatever it may be that gives you encouragement and, and answers that what if thought. So it's not just continually like spiraling in your mind. Thank you so much for just speaking into that. I think it's just so important. And I think what I love, um, just about your journey and how you've walked through this is like, I've seen you continuously, struggle but you're not letting yourself stay there and you're constantly seeking um, other people like you said opening up to other people um, seeking the Lord and growing through all of that and he's really just transforming your life and it's going to be so cool to see too down the road like how he's going to use this journey to to pour into other people like he's doing right now already Um, so thank you and especially for that tip at the end so for any of you guys we're we're going to close but if you're struggling with anxiety right now, any fears, unknowns, ask yourself and complete those thoughts that what if, fill in the blank, but, and then remind yourself of the promises of God. And hey, maybe you don't know what the promises of God are. Reach out to somebody, ask them to help guide you, to help lead you, um, to sit down with you, to hold you accountable, to um, study the scriptures together. Um, Don't walk through that alone. Thanks for joining us for this chat on anxiety. And um, thank you, Michaela, for speaking into um, the podcast today. And we're just honored to have you with us. 
Hey, thanks for listening to the Refuge Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation and were encouraged in some way. Be sure to subscribe and share the podcast, and we will catch you guys next time.